Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have a one-week residency here in Vegas. We're at the Mandalay Bay. We'll be here all week. We're on Frank Sinatra Drive, rather gloriously named. And when we asked you, we'd like to tell the stories of Australians who now live over here. And pouring, I can't tell you how many people text and emailed saying, Colin Miller, Funky is so well remembered by Australian sporting fans. And it's my great pleasure to say Funky's with us as we embark on our Vegas residency. Colin, it's great to have you on SEN. Welcome. Jared, how are you, buddy? It's been a while. It has, it has. We had every intention of doing this in person, but the bureaucracy here hasn't quite panned out. Um, how long have you lived here in Vegas? Um, this will be going into year 16. So it's, been, it's been a while. I've been um, 2008 when I first moved over here. Uh, then I came home for a little bit and then moved back here in February 2009. So, yeah, it's been a while. Take us back 16 years. What what? What was the first impressions of moving to Vegas? Um, I think like all people that haven't been to Vegas before, you've seen it in the movies and on the TV shows and you see all the lights and the glitz and the glamour. And I probably didn't realise that there were actually suburbs around town that people lived here. Yeah. And as far as you can see, as you would have known when you flew in the other day, as far as you can see now, and the valley's full of homes, there's a bit over 2 million people living in, 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 in Las Vegas now. So it's a, it's a big growing city. It, is it overwhelming when you first get here? Um, it, it, I think it can be for those people coming here on a vacation. I think it's different when you move here to live. Um, certainly if you're coming here to stay on the strip for four or five nights and you've got the lights and the shows and the casinos and all the sport going on now and all the noise and everything that goes in those casinos, it's probably overwhelming. But when, when you're living here, it's a different thing. I, I work on the strip and um, my wife and I don't go back to the strip unless we really need to. Yeah, yeah. So what, what brought you here? I married Cindy, Cindy's my wife. Um, Cindy's an American yep. girl. Uh, we met uh, 22 years ago in London, and uh, we did the long distance thing for a long, for a long time, and then decided to get married in 2008. Could you ever have imagined living in Vegas? Was that wh- wh- what part of the plan was that? <laughs> Certainly, it's somewhere I always wanted to visit when I was younger. Um, I used to like playing the slots, you know, the casinos are only in Melbourne. Um, that, that changes when you move to Las Vegas. You don't gamble in anymore because you can't afford to. Um, but, yeah, look, Vegas is – I love living here. It's, it's a really, really good place. When you live out in the suburbs, we're, we're quite close to, to the Strip now. I'm probably two and a half miles from where you are right now. Uh, we moved down to an older area six years ago. Um, an old gated community house was built in the 70s, which is really old for Las Vegas. Um, it's a really beautiful part of town and it takes me seven minutes to get to work in the morning and an hour to get home at night time. <laughs> How have you seen it grow? Uh, huge. 
um, I remember the first time Sydney picked me up in the airport when I was just visiting, uh, probably in 2003, um, and the drive from the airport to her house was, there was nothing to be seen either side of the road. Um, she lived up in Summerlin then. Uh, now, if you go to Summerlin, it's completely full all the way to her house where it used to be. And then they're building up in Bedrock Canyon as well. So the, the entire valley is just literally full. Um, they're, they're building houses here like it's going out of fashion. It's crazy how many houses they're building here. Everyone from California seems to be moving down here as, now as well for tax reasons. It's a lot cheaper to live here than it is in California. Um, so it, it's growing hugely at the moment. In terms of, so maybe the sporting culture. So the history of it is is that teams failed quickly here and it was such a checkered history. And now uh, it, it has become a rapidly growing sporting capital. How have you seen that unfold over the past decade? Yeah, I think the difference was the teams in the past were at the second level of the professional sports. Um, as soon as they brought in the top level, of the sport like the Golden Knights and the Aces with the women, WNBA, um, the football now you know, with the Raiders. You bring in those top-level teams, you're going to attract crowds. Um, and you remember there's 50 million people a year visit Las Vegas and they want something to do. Um, these teams have openly admit that don't necessarily need to have local support to be successful. So you're a ticket holder with the Golden Knights and have been from year one. I remember that that's when we spoke when they were on that yeah. Cinderella run in their first year as a franchise. What what did they do right to, to establish that culture? Um, built the stadium on the strip, which makes a big difference. Um, people can walk from the hotel to the, to the arena. Um, they, they built a team that was Las Vegas. It wasn't a, a team that moved from another city. It's a Las Vegas team, so that got the locals involved. Um, the draft party the first year, um, they filled 18,000 seats for the draft. That uh, was incredible. Uh, and then to go on that run um, to win, to get made to the Stanley Cup final that first year, um, just got the real local crowd behind them. It's starting to change a little bit now. Um, a lot more people from out of town, from the visiting team are here. So there's certain games we'll go to and we'll be surrounded by the away team supporters. Uh, they're starting <laughs> to creep their way in. A lot of the locals yeah. who bought the season ticket six years ago have now probably got out of it. Um, they're, they're either sold their tickets or they're selling on a weekly basis or a game basis. And so now there's more people from all over the place. But really, and there's 18 and a half thousand seats they've got to fill every night and they do fill them every night. So we're going on Tuesday night. What, what will we experience? Because we've been told that it's the best staging of, of ice hockey that there is. Yeah, make sure you get there in time and see the whole pre-game show. Um, my wife and I don't get that early anymore. We've seen it 150 times. But um, yep. get, get there and see the pregame show. Get there for the singing of the national anthem. Um, get there for that. That's, that's particularly exciting. Um, and then just the start of, of the game as well. Um, if, they, if they score early and get in front early, the crowd really gets really erupted. It was really funny. The first probably 25 games of the first year, um, Vegas had never had a professional team at that level before. So people didn't really know how to support and there was very polite golf typing going on and, and hey, well done sort of stuff. <laughs> so they yeah. hired a hype guy in the crowd and they hired all the other people to get the crowd excited. And then, and now it's a really good atmosphere. It's, it's just, it, I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's good fun. What's the rise of football been like here with the, the Raiders coming and, and that rather spectacular new stadium built? It's awesome. Have you been out there yet? Not yet. We flew over it yesterday, but I haven't been to it yet. 
yeah, it's beautiful. My wife and I have been lucky enough to go to maybe four or five games the last couple of years. Um, it's 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 different. That like I said, they're a team that came from two other cities previously. Um, so there's still a lot of people drive down from LA for the games. A lot of people who live in Vegas are from LA, so they've loved the Raiders originally anyway. Um, but again, they're filling those stadiums. Uh, we went to a 49ers game last year, and there was probably more 49ers fans in than there were Raiders fans last year. So, like I said, you know, 50 million people have come to this city and need something to do for a few hours before they go drinking and gambling. Well, we're staying at the Tropicana, so that's the that's the ballpark that they're going to level it and build the ballpark. Which, you, when you stand on the corner and have a look at it, it's a it's a huge lot. But uh, imagine a ballpark right there on the strip. Yeah, that, that block is 44 acres, and the baseball only needs like 11. So the plan is to build that oh, baseball field facing the, that, that intersection with be the front door of the field, and then they're going to rebuild a hotel around it, get another 40-story building. Um, I love it. My work is right across the road, so I, I absolutely would walk across the road after a game, after a day of work and watch a few innings and a couple of beers and go home. You're probably one of the last people ever going to stay in that hotel. I think they knock it down on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it does look like it's ready to be knocked down for what it's worth. But um, uh, well, that that'll well, what an addition that will be. Just bear with me a tick, Colin. So Colin Miller is with us. Our first day in Vegas. Who else could we have started with? Let me just check in with Nathan in the newsroom. Nathan, thank you. Colin Miller is one of the most memorable figures in cricketing history, judging by all of your thoughts that have been pouring through. So 18 tests, 69 wickets between 1999 and 2001. Funky, how do you reflect on your cricketing days these years on? I'm lucky if I can remember it now. Uh, <laughs> I've been retired longer than half these guys are playing now. Um, it's It's so long ago that uh, I don't watch any cricket anymore. I haven't seen cricket for 16 years, basically. I do get up in the morning and read the Australian papers, the Herald Sun, the Age, and, and try to catch up and look at quick info and see when the scores are going on. But but really, it's, it's so long ago, and the, the game has changed, I think, so much from when I played. Um, 2020's had such an influence on the way people play the game at all levels um, and all styles of the game. Test cricket's changed a lot. The 50, 50 over game was predicted to be dying out, and maybe it is now. 2020, so many tournaments going on all around the world, and there's even a uh, tournament coming up in the in the US this year as well. So, yeah, uh, it's spread here, and it's gonna it's gonna keep growing here at the 2020 level, but probably no other level. Do you keep connections to players of your generation? Or I imagine you you know you're a pretty neat phone call to make. saying, I'm travelling to Vegas. What what can you help with? The last person I bumped into here was Gilly. Um, that was probably. Yep. Three or four years ago, he was he was at the hockey um, with the group. He was doing a sponsors gig over here, and he'd been calling me on my old phone, old cell number. And it wasn't until the end of the game, I was walking downstairs, and he walked out of the bathroom. We bumped into each other, um, and he and he loved he loved it. He thought it was one of his great sporting experiences as well. Um, yeah, Flemo's been here a couple of times. A couple of guys dropped through in the here. They took me a call, but it's a long way to come. Do you so that the part of the T20 World Cup is going to be in America, and there's the the uh, franchise comp that started last year? Is it, what's cricket's prospects of gathering a foothold here in America? Uh, I think only at the T20 level, um, and I think they need to get American-born Americans playing the game. Um, there's still a very strong Caribbean, uh, Indian, 
that Middle East Asian uh, population that play the game, even though they are American-born, they're still probably considered to be the Indian or Pakistan or West Indian background. Um, and they get some young American guys playing the game and they, you know, this country's good at hyping things up and they get some hype behind the game. And this, having some T20 World Cup games here might be the, the catalyst for that. But um, I think franchises, that there's money here. I mean, the IFL are happy to buy franchises all around the world. And um, if they decide to throw some money behind American cricket, it might be, might, might be successful. Super Bowl week starts tomorrow. The teams are due into town tonight. How big, even on a Vegas scale, is this week going to be? Uh, really big. Um, they're predicting Formula One was only, what, two and a half months ago. Um, that was huge for, for part of the strip. Uh, the resort that I worked for, we had, we had our quietest week of the year um, because we were off the, off the right. track. Um, resorts that were on the track probably a little bit better. Um, but the transportation and getting around town was a nightmare for like 12 months. Um, Super Bowl's different. It's down my end of the strip. Um, you can walk down there. It's easier to get to. There's no road blockages going on, although all the roads around the stadium have been blocked for about two weeks now. I'm getting ready for all the fan fest stuff that goes on around the game. Um, nightly rates are, are unbelievable, um, up to $2,700 a night for rooms uh, in the resorts. Um, it's an expensive weekend, I'd say that. I mean, you talk tickets, if you're talking now, tickets are anywhere between eight and $10,000 just for a ticket this week. So you add that to $2,700 yep. a night and 40 bucks for a beer and 50 bucks for a cocktail, and it, it gets expensive real quick. It does, it does. Have you done U2 at the Sphere? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. we haven't been to the Sphere yet. Uh, I've looked at it. I can see it when we drive over the bridge just down the road from our house. Um, We'll wait till someone else. I'm not really a big YouTube fan, but we'll wait till someone's someone's there. I'm sure there'll be someone that'll like come along eventually. Have you got one tip for Vegas for a couple of uh, a couple of fellas who aren't really Vegas kind of guys? (laughs) Yeah, um, we got to go out for a beer later this week. Um, There's so much to do on the local side of town. People get stuck in the strip, um, but there's so much to do outside of the strip of Las Vegas that we could do and. Uh, restaurants and bars that are away from the city were a little more um, affordable, if you want to put it that way. Um, get away from the masses, <laughs> yes. uh, enjoy a quiet lounge somewhere and have a quiet beer. Terrific, Colin. It's great to catch up. There are so many people who wanted to hear from you as we set up here in Vegas. So I'm wrapped that you're able to join us. I've been getting text messages for the last 15 minutes, so everyone, everyone in Australia is listening <laughs> to you. Fantastic. Good on you, Colin. Thanks for giving us a feel for what it's like to live and and work here in Vegas as we begin our our one week together here. So Colin Funky Miller, so many of you wanted to hear from him. I'm thrilled that he was able to join us on Monday to get us underway. 1300 736 736 and the 40 Wings temper text is 0433 98 11 16. Temper, a mattress like no other. This is Waitley for Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now.